there's a beautiful piece on the Nitziv over here, and then there's a piece on Hirsch. The piece on Hirsch didn't print; it like cut off all the pa- bottom pages. They have a new. By the way, Shabbos asked my daughter what what she heard by. Uh, by the kid, I said, with your wife. Yeah. She was telling me a whole stickle from of Hirsch. That sounds very familiar. <laughs> you know what? My wife and I do talk to each other. <laughs> I don't know when, but you know. <laughs> we, we have a kvias at least once a week. We say a little bit. Okay. So the, we have the chet of Migdal Bovel. Now, I, I, I'm, I'm going to throw in a lot of my own thoughts along the way. So, so Noah comes out of the table. And there's going to be a form. There's going to be some form of governance to take place. Noah could declare himself king, and nobody would bat an eyelash. I mean, like, you know, nobody. His sons aren't going to say no. And after that, it's all it's all eight o'clock, you know. Right? But he didn't do that. Right? He didn't make it that it's it's, it's revolving around him. The Torah clearly talks about this idea that, they're, they're, that the, the nations developed mishpachosam, which is interesting. The, the, the idea of mishpach is not mentioned before before Noah. There's, there's no mention of mishpach in, in, in Parshas Bereishis. Right? There's bottom of bonus. Each person had bottom of bonus, and they had etc. But you don't talk about the idea of mishpach. Now we, they, they came out with mishpachosayhem, etc. So the Russian was conveyor that there's going to be mishpachas, there's going to be units. So that's an interesting point. Until now, the, the world was not divided up into units, and now it's divided up into units. We find that in the bubble, what they did was that the, 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 everybody was so far and right? And they they that that we should come together. Not we should make this 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 not on shame. So they're they are being misnagate to this idea. So the Nitziv in the first piece, first page. So far achas zegarim lechait echot. It caused the chait. What's the chait? Hanush yaskimu l'shevus kulam bekibutz echot. The the chait is that they decide to live together in one one place. Bersham wanted them to spread out and they, they didn't want to spread it out. So that was a hate. That's a fascinating, like, I don't think everybody else says this. I mean, I can't say I went through a list of all, exhaustive list of all the before shit, but that's interesting, like New Kanech. The fact that they, 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 that they wanted to stay together was not good. It, was not the, was, it wasn't the Russian New Kanech border. This mock from people live out of town. Right. All moving to Lakewood, yeah. Spread it out. Okay. With the word Machadim, the post is Safar Kassar, the word Machadim. Suppose that the Lavir Kassar, but the word El Baremis. It doesn't say what that was. I'll appreciate the Kassar, Ki, Im Shoy, the word Machadim. Um, the Ichud was the problem. Okay? Now, that was what was going to be the issue. What's bad if we all agree about something? So, Chazal say, Right? And, and the Chazal Darsh had a fascinating idea that since Ephraim, even though they've done Averis, but since they, they're, 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 there's, a, there's a unity in an actus, person is not going to punish them. So unity is considered something which is positive. And here we're saying that unity is something which is negative. So it's so. This caused the problem. Okay? So yeah, but he's, he's going to build build up the thought. Okay. Um, um, so in Pasuk Dalit, Rosh So they're making this city, and they're going to make this tower. So what was the purpose of the Migdal? 
they, they didn't they, they weren't foolish enough to think that you're going to fit everybody inside one city you're going to have you're going to have the governing city and all the cities around that will be subservient to it and we're going to maintain control that nobody should move away because we have this tower which allows us to see everything so we're building this watchtower to watch over all of the society that they're all going to follow the rules so he suggests what does this mean um, okay so this is the goal is to then we're going to create positions of authority who can punish what are we worried about okay so that was something which they were concerned about. So he says like this. That was the Dwarmachadim. So the leaders recognize not everybody's going to agree to this. Human beings don't agree. They're not going to leave their thoughts, and they're going to have their own attitude. So therefore, nobody can leave, and we're going to control what you think. And anybody who disagrees, any dissenter, is burnt in the in the, the kitchen age. <coughs> So come, this is all part of this plan that we are going to create a ability to control everything. How you think? You don't think like us? No problem. You know, we just take care of you. So the Russian says, "Let's see what's going on over here." Right? Um, and he says, "Vayemershem and pasuk vav." Um, um, it means they, an am is that they all follow this certain approach this is just the beginning but once this migdal is done the point of the migdal is to give them full power to oversee and prevent anybody from deviating from this approach. Therefore, it's not going to work that which they're coming together. Okay, so that's, that's his, this is what the Russian sees as the hate. And he decides to be, be destroy their, their, take away the Safechos and the Dwarma called them. And now they're going to be, it's, it's not going to happen. So, what was the Chet again, precisely? The Chet was. Okay, so, he, after everything said is, said is said and done, he never says clearly what the Chet is. So. But there's a piece of Hirsch which I think fits very well with what he's saying. And I think that would explain, it would expand what he's saying and the, the, the point of the Chet. Um, imagine a society which the leaders have decided this is what, how everybody's supposed to think. And they're not allowing for anybody to look at, think otherwise. And they're going to build the society in such a way that it's impossible to escape their control. 
So the Gemara says that tzaddikim, the, the, by tzaddikim, Hebrew is good for them because when tzaddikim collaborate, good things happen. And it's type loyalum. Pizer for the tzaddikim is ralem ralem, and they collaborate. They're not together, so they're not mechazik each other, and they don't bring out the good things they can bring out for the world. Rishoyim, pizer for them is tayvulahem tayvulahem, and the rishoyim when they come together, it's ralem ralem because together they can really do a lot of bad things. So we have to have the the people who are doing this have to be above any reproach and they have to be that these are people which are constantly striving to do the right thing and then they're now imposing the right thing upon everybody. But who guarantees that? I mean, if you want to look, this, this, was, this was the experiment called communism. Right? We're, we're going we're gonna to get everybody to, to look at the world in a certain way. There's a certain world where you have to, you have to conform to it. It's a good world view. And we're going to impose it upon you. And if you don't think like that, there's mind police. Right? We will find you and we will get rid of you. Right? Because this is good. But but the result wasn't very good because that wasn't that 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 the Russian says, I don't want that. I want you to spread out. I want you to be separate. So why do you want that? So it first says of the piece before, when the when the when the, the, the Torah describes the flow of the psukim. Ari needs that. Sorry, good. Okay. So um, the Lord comes out of the the he brings comes out of the table. He brings the carbonus. That all these different types of zera kotzer kor chayim kaitz charef yoyim l'ayla l'ish boisu. So what's the what, what's so. Kipshutai, beforehand, that's the way it was. And during the Mabel, that stopped. The Mishnah says, I'm not going to let, I stopped it for the punishment, and now I'm not going to let that happen again. I probably won't have that, because that, that's not true. Beforehand, the world was a different, totally different type of climate. They would plant, the matter says they would plant, they would, the one planting would produce enough for 40 years. And the matter goes through all these different things, how the, the world was different then. So then, if so, Oritz has to be a response to the version who says, I'm, I'm not. And Oklimei Oritz is a response to that. So, how is Oklimei Oritz a response to this concern? He says, you have to stay, he says, that, you know, when, when people lived 800, 900 years old, and you got somebody who's bad on top, you know, you're in for a long ride. <laughs> <coughs> the the world was set up that people are going to live extremely long. It says that's not going to happen anymore. We're going to create a world which the the, cha- the changes of climate, etc., are going to affect the lifespan of man. See, when you get a bio, guy who's bad on top, 20, 30 years, he's gone. Number one. Number two, he says, furthermore, or it doesn't mean one after the other. It means at different places. There's going to be places where there's kites, and places where there's kharav, there's places where there's kharav, and places where there's kharav. And what's going to happen? People, as, they, as the nations live there, they're going to develop differently. And when they develop differently, you'll never have this one group being able to put ra over the whole world because there's always going to be a misnaget to it. There's always going to be another force against it. Whereas if there's only one climate and there's one type of way people develop, everybody's going to be the same. The, the person can get power and can just maintain it. And the, the society will become, the, the state will become powerful and last forever. 
versus another. There's going to be nation states. In other words, it's a fascinating point. The, 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 as it comes out, there's mishpachas and there's idea of these are going to be the umos. Why did Russia make that? There was no umos beforehand. There was no mishpachas beforehand. Just this was the response to the concern of what what had happened before the Mahabal. Sort of Hirsch understands the Psukhi. So the idea that there are nation states was a, a positive introduction the Russians putting in the world in order to prevent Ra from entrenching itself the way it did beforehand. And, and and that was done through the the seasons. the seasons. It was done through the Bereshit talks about the fact that it says the fact that Bereshit introduced now you can eat meat indicates that the, the 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 bodies had changed and now meat was necessary for their constitution. It was all indicative that there was a change over here which was taking place. That's the flow of the psukim. So the Bereshit tells them, I want you to spread out everywhere. Right, so the the Siva saying that was the Russian. That's what he wanted. When you said, "No, no, we don't want that," Th- that's the error already. And that's exactly what happened. What Russian scare is going to happen. Like, so it was a fascinating thing to me. To um, like, I, I, I never thought. Uh, we discussed this once, but like, I never thought about like, from the, 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 why did the Russian make nations? He didn't have to make nations in the world. There, we always say, yeah, there's, always, there's nations. The first doesn't point out there was no nations before, but he points out that the Ikanta Mishpach was introduced over here. But it hit me there's, that this is the introduction of the concept of different groups. So, I mean, I, I once heard years and years ago, I, I don't remember from, I, I saw it somewhere, I heard it from somebody, um, you know, the British the the made the different nations, because this way, as the Jews wander throughout the world, and they get, it goes bad in place X, they can escape to place Y. You know, you know. Um, that's a bitty avid thought process. That, you know, assuming we're going to go with the goalless amongst the nations nations are not going to like us and there's going to be a refuge somewhere else but why the Russian made nations the Chachil was just for that purpose that's like interesting thought process it's true right, that um, but it, this is a much, the Russian saying it's a much more basic the Russian made, that made put, he put a form of checks and balances in the society of the world so now we live in a society now which their their push is to remove all borders, universalism. right? Universalism, you know, the progressive ideas that take away the borders. Like that, border police is an anath- is anathema. Uh, how are you talking? You not let somebody in? Well, because well, this is our nation. That that they find that to be a bad, dirty word, right? You know, the people who are p- patriotic is like like they're, you know, it's it's a chauvin- it's, it's chauvin- chauvinism as far as they're concerned. <clears throat> But what the next step is, I, this one that hit me recently, it says free speech is being, uh, uh, being, att- being challenged. Why? Free speech was in- introduced by the, the authorities to maintain their power over everybody else. That's what they say. Maintain the, the white male privilege, you know. So therefore, you know, you can get to have whatever I want. So let's now introduce a concept. Although when somebody doesn't think like us, let's go publicly shame them. Because I'll say that's Kibshan Aish. That's the modern version of Kibshan Aish. Because I'll say it's better to go into, into it's better to go into a Kibshan Aish than to shame of somebody publicly. So, yes, they're not throwing them into the Kibshan Aish. We're progressive, you know. <laughs> so instead, we go and, 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 and wipe the guy's name through the, through the mud to the point that he has no life. No, that's the word nice. That's okay, as long because why? Because he's not thinking like us. So, the, the, the idea that there can be a dissenting opinion is being crushed. There's, if you don't think like us, you're a bad person. Right. It's a very fascinating thought process. This was what communism was trying to accomplish, and this is another form of communism. Right, it's and communism sounds so beautiful. It's it's unity, it's echad, it's right. And the brochure says, no, I don't want that because yes, if I can guarantee the guy on top is a tzaddik, it sounds beautiful. <laughs> but you can't guarantee that. I can guarantee you that it's not that because power corrupts. 
Yeah, I mean, what's interesting though is you do even when you you know, ardent nationalism also leads to war and you know. Yes. The world wars. It does. It does. It does. It, it, it does. And that, you know, on and, and the individual level, that's very painful. But in the in in the global sense, that's what keeps the world safe, because there's a form of checks and balances. So what, no nation is ever going to get so strong that they're going to become the only way to look at something. Um, Kabbalah, you know, the the we swear this once from Dessler. You know, Dessler says it in his Balmusser way. I mean, you know, but Dessler also gnashed by the Bali Kabbalah, etc. You know, um, I'm sure he did more than gnashing, but he, he gave us little pieces. He gave us a little pieces of you know, uh, of it here and there. You know, that the version put in each one of the nations a different nitzitz of kedusha. And, and so what's the, what's the shot? Like you know, the, the, you know, yeah, they, they they go to Spain. The Jews are in Spain for the next twenty years. All of a sudden, they're thrown out. Like there's no Jews yeah, there. Whatever the sites of Kedusha, which were there that Spain had to offer, have been absorbed. There's no reason for the Jews to stay there anymore. That's what, that's that's the Kabbalistic way we're looking at it. I mean, you know, yes, it, it went through a painful process, but the, the but they're halodover who why the version okay beside the uh, beside the earnest shaboy is one thing right but beside the fact that it, the whole society changed like what happened why why the version what what was the version's goal in that so Desa says it in a different song. he says that that there are different characters and nefesh and the Jews as we go into a nation we absorb some of the characters and nefesh of that nation <coughs> And that could be used for Vedas Hashem. Mm. And eventually that's all absorbed. There's nothing more to do with that. So, you know, I mean, the most obvious example of that is, you know, the, the Jews who went to Germany, you know, developed the, the... I don't know what they were like when they went there, you know, compared to the German tribes, etc. But the, the all of those elements of punctuality and fastidiousness and all different things, the, the Jews absorbed that and used that for Vedas Hashem. So, at some point in time, that's done. So, there's now the Jews move on to the next nation. How does the process happen? You know, you know, <coughs> what, you know. It says, everybody says it's time to move. I'm not going anywhere. So we kicked you out. You know. So, um, you know, the, 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 the idea that, that the nations, as they develop, each one develops certain strengths. In certain milers, and that's something which is important that the, we should collect. That that's the point that he's saying. But going back to the you know leaving the Jews out for a second, that's exactly what happened to the world. The different nations develop certain strengths, and that f- creates this tension. Which yes, on the person on, a, on the individual level, that's what can be very very pa- painful. Many people will be killed. Besides the function of the, of the, of the, of the world, the person was using that as a vehicle to create that, that there's not one way to look at it which is ever going to be able to to, 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 to impose itself. The, the, the you know I, I decide that the, the passion of French the French is, is 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 wonderful and everybody has to be passionate like me. No, they don't. And if they would, the the, the world is is being. You make you making the you making the world flat. Right. It loses its flavor. The, Constricted. So I don't know. It's, it's just a, it's a, like you know. I I think if like, like you want to understand what the Russia is doing in the world, Parsha Noah is the Parsha, because this is the Parsha where the Russia is setting up the, gov- the the governance of the world. And you see how he set it up. He Badafka set it up in a way that. There's a fascinating piece from, from the morale. <coughs> morale talks about it on an individual level. He says, that, that, why are Jews argumentative? We are. What? Disagree. <laughs> right, exactly. So he says, so he says that in the Mishnah, the Mishnah, the Mishnah, the Mishnah, the Mishnah says that he used to make it say a tefillah when he would go into Beis Medrash. 
that he shouldn't be he shouldn't be nixed with Arlocha and his friends will enjoy that and they shouldn't be nixed with he'll enjoy that it's like why should you enjoy when someone else makes a mistake he says obviously the point is because you because you disagreed with him so when if, if he made a mistake he's you're right but you shouldn't gloat because if you gloat right Russian punishes that. So that's what he was, said, but why am I assuming that if he says A, I say B? He says, that's how the Russian made us. He says, what's the result? And, then, and that's the more, the more in Tainas, the more it says that Rebirkanon, when Rish Lakish died, he was very upset. <coughs> so they sent the Belozer to make him feel better. Because he needed a Harusa. So when Rebirkanon would say um, his shout, Rebirkanon would bring 13 rides that he's right. <laughs> So Rishon said back, Barlakisha, you're like Rish Lakish. Rish Lakish, I, I would say something. Rish Lakish would give me 13 reasons why I'm wrong. He'd ask you 13 kashas, and I would answer all the kashas, and there would be a rebuild of Torah. I don't need your riots. I know that I'm right. That's not, you know, I, I want somebody to challenge me. You want the truth to come out. Exactly. So what, what, the, the morale says the Russian made us argumentative for, for a very good reason. If you say A and I say yes, we're not we're not clarifying them. If you say A and I say B, and I say well I have a right that I'm right, and you answer the question. As you're answering, usually you're correcting and modifying, and you're honing in on the, on the point. And I challenge you again. You challenge me. And I, we clarify more and more. Each time as we do that, we get more and more clear exactly what we're supposed to be. So it's no longer this broad general statement. It's, very more, it's much more clear than the limits of when you apply it, etc. So because of the, 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 the sikhsuch, you come to something greater. <coughs> so sikhsuch, when you're dealing with people which have the humility to then accept the result is phenomenal. The Russian didn't make the world of the nature of the world. He says the Russian made the nature of us is that we, we will disagree. Badafka. Why do you make that? Because that's what forces us to get a better, a better vision of what the, what's, what's, what's right. It's a fascinating thought. And a, and not in a learning situation, and the personal interaction. Well, I told you the work from Ray Tauber. I um, I was I went to Tani Perez Chasson, so I wasn't up to driving. So it was the Chasson was in was in Muncie. And there's no good in the woods. No, he had it. He had it in a hall. <laughs> he had it in a hall. But there's a there's a hall over there near right by, by New Square. So like. There's no. I, have, I want to take pet transportation. There's nowhere to go. You take the train. You get off at Metro Park. It's 41 miles from there to Muncie. So you have to hire a taxi for 41 you know, miles. Uh, kids are. Turned out there was a great Einfall. He, the 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 Costa party from Chicago. He's from Chicago. They're they're flying into Newark. They're renting a bus from Newark to go up to the Costa. Said so great. I'll take the train to Newark. Get off at the, air, the airport stop, I'll, and, I'll get, and I'll take the bus with them up to up to. So that's what I did. So I get on the bus, and there's like 40 people on the bus. Like these people flew in, etc. And, and me, they all know each other, <laughs> and I was totally ignored, which is fine. With you know, like you know, I like to talk to people. I schmoozed with the bus driver the whole way. <laughs> it's a multi-tourist bus driver. He's like, you know, like, you know, it's a room guy. You know, I said, why not? You know, like, you know, cop Ryan, you know. So, I mean, he also was being ignored because, like, you know, that wasn't a daft because they, they would talk to each other about different things. They knew each other, so the conversation just flowed to their things. Like, I have no shyness to it. So I schmoozed with the bus driver the whole way. It's an hour and a half drive. <coughs> the boss and I was schmoozed. So he tells me at one point in the conversation that he is, he was the personal driver of Remy Tauber for a period of time. I said, oh, great. i got to hear some stories about Rabbi Tauber. Right? So, earlier in the conversation, he had mentioned to me that he has some, some shalom bias issues. He and his wife, the shalom bias is not so good. <laughs> you got that on the bus driver? Yeah, I'm telling you, I, I, I got everything. <laughs> <laughs> Mile marker 93. Yeah. So, so, 
So I said, so like, you know, I asked him then, like, you know, like, you know, so like, you know, so how does it work? You know, how, how do you deal with it? He says, well, he takes the long distance trips for the monthly tours. For the most part. <laughs> so he goes, away, he goes away for a few days. He comes back. His wife missed him. So the first day or two is good. And by the time it's wearing down, it's time to leave again. Ah. <laughs> That's what he says to me. <laughs> I said, like, oh my gosh. Anyway, I wasn't going to try to give him advice on that at that point in time. I said, did you ever ask Ritabra about the Shalom Bias question? She says, yes, I did. I said, what did he tell you? Ritabra wrote a book on Shalom Bias. So I punched the cure, like what he said. I don't remember the guy's name. Let's call him Yankel. So he says, he says, Yankel, have you ever seen how they polish diamonds? She says, no. He says, I'll tell you how they do it. He says, Raw diamonds. You seen raw? Ever seen, you seen raw diamonds? TV, I have. Yeah, they look. They look like nothing, right? Mamas look like nothing. The, the a person who's an expert puts it in a vise, and they bring down a machine which has tremendous pressure, and because it's put there, it cracks at the spot they wants it to crack. By you know the pressure is put in a certain place, and he knows how to do it. It breaks apart. Now you're ready to start polishing. Says there's a problem. There's nothing as hard as a diamond. Right. So what do you polish a diamond with? You polish a diamond with a diamond. Which diamond? The other half, the two halves. Because they're, they're polar opposites. Uh-huh. So they will tend to rub against each other. She says, and after a while, when you do that, you get two polished diamonds. Uh-huh. Says the Russian took out a machaba, he ripped them apart. He rubs them against each other, you get polished diamonds. Uh-huh. Says, sikh in relationships is not a bitty effort, it's a chakilo. That's what makes you grow. Dealing with the fact that somebody sees something different from me. And how do I learn to deal with that? How do I learn to respect another person's position? How do I learn to understand there's other ways of looking at something? How do I deal with something that, you know, that it's not always going to be the way I want it? If it always be the way I want it, I become a Bagaiva. Where am I going to learn humility? Where am I going to learn to... And how am I going to learn to respect my children's approach and how they deal with things? Where did I learn that from? How do I learn to respect my neighbors? So the training ground of marriage is that place. You learn to live with somebody who's different than you. And has has different way of seeing something, has different opinions. You learn to respect that. You learn to see that they have valid points. And you learn to see that, you know, that, that it's not so easy and you sometimes have to give in. And learn sometimes, you know, and sometimes people frustrated and you have to learn to ignore. You know, you learn so many things from the challenge, which you never would get otherwise. And the result is you, you're a better person. You grow from that. So Sisuk is not, is not trafe. It's not Bidiyavid. The Russian made the world like that. So in a personal relationship, the Russian made the world like that. In the world of education, the Russian made the world like that. In the world of, of a society, of a global society, the Russian made the world like that. My way is the, the right way. So why is everyone in France see it differently? Well, because they're all stupid, right? <laughs> That's Americans say, right? You know, like, you know, the, the, the reason why we say that is because we live five thousand miles away. If you live next door, it's harder to say that because you know them. It's easy to say somebody who's a nameless face <coughs> that he's stupid. <coughs> These guys are not. I know that. You know, I see them every single day because the border's right. And they see things differently, right? But let's say I don't want that. So I make a global society where everybody has to take my way. Ah, that's interesting. That's such a da- damaging approach. Because I'm not growing from that. I don't grow from that. I suppress everything which is otherwise because I can't not deal with the fact that somebody sees something different than me. The answer is he's stupid and he's deplorable and he's ridiculous. Ah. And, you know, so half of America are deplorables. <laughs> Why? Because they don't think like me. And it can't be they have a valid point. Because only my way is... The guy of a Shabbat is Kefirloch. And then the best part about it is they, they, they say, well, and you know, and these people are Balagaiva. They, 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 they have a right to think not like me. Because they're Balagaiva. Right? So called person of a woman person. But what's happening is to the point that you can't hear another way of looking at something. That's tr- damaging to your Neshama. It's damaging to the version of the plan for the world. Because then, then there's no checks and balances. So we want to have this global society, not because we're big tzaddikim, 
because this way I get to impose my wonderful thoughts upon everybody else. That's the chetz. You can make it sound beautiful. It's unity and it's wonderful, etc. But that, the, the problem is it's, it's, it's rooted on a flaw that you're not willing to human beings make mistakes. And we need the checks and balances. And we need another viewpoint. And the, the fascinating thing about our society, America, it was rooted for so many years in the idea of that there's two parties. And there's two ways of looking at something. And it drives you crazy. It was the best thing which ever happened to America. And now the result is, it got to the point where neither side could hear the other side. And that's already, that, that, that's already we, we're getting to this. So, I don't know, that's just my political theory, commentary from all sides. Um, <laughs> WTOB. WTOB. I haven't listened to WTOB in a lot of years, Baruch Hashem. <laughs> Remember that both sides got too big by, by themselves. It's got too big. Um, what's happening now? You know, the the I once mentioned to you a piece from Rehuda Leib early on. early on was worked with, with Sarah Schneer together in the Beis Yaakov. He put out the Dar Hashem that we printed. Remember, you remember that that was a beautiful labor early on. He was going to put it together and put the notes on the side, etc. Tremendous Tamachachim. After she was Nifta, he took over the. He was the main leader of the, the Beis Yaakov movement after after Shurishner was Nifta. So they put together, you know, essays that he wrote, and they published it. So there's an essay from 1926, and it's a fascinating essay. About you know, radio was really becoming like a you know very, you know, the foods etc. at that time, and he said that when 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 I I live in my little corner, so I only know about my issues, my my successes, my pain, my failures etc. I live in a small town. I know about yours also. And part of the greatness of man is to be able to empathize and be, uh, with your your life, what's happening in your life, as much as it's happening. You know, I have to be able to empathize with you. So we live in this town of 50 people. I have enough capacity in my being to empathize with everybody, everybody's story. So this family is having problems with property. I feel bad for them. These people have illness. I can do with that. I can deal with that. These people are being successful. I can be happy for them. I have that that capacity in my my. He says, we're living in a society now which I know about everybody that's happening in the whole world. But I don't have the emotional capacity to relate to what's happening to all these people. So I no longer interface with the, what's happening to people on a human level. So, you know, the modern version of it, right? I pick up the, 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 the newspaper in the morning. I'm eating my breakfast and enjoying my ba- my my Danish, reading about you know twelve thousand people dying in Southern East Asia from a tsunami. Where's the humanity there? If it was my neighbor, I wouldn't do that. I couldn't continue my my my, my Danish because I know that person. They're they're real to me. She says, if if mankind will not increase their capacity to emote. As they're increasing their capacity to become aware, human human beings will become cruel, and eventually they will turn on each other and kill each other. This is what he writes in 1926. It's like it's like this. It's like whoa, you know. And you see, 13 years later, like you know, you know. I, I don't look at all the human beings as human beings; they're less than me. Right? That became like so our society doesn't, you know, we don't see people as people. We don't, we, 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 we interface with so many ideas and other things, so much not on, on a real level that it's, it's not, it's, it's some, like I said, the guy next door I cannot dismiss, dismiss easily. But there's so many of them and they're so far away from me. Those, those, there's those crazy progressives who live in, in, in California. I can say that line because I don't, I don't live in California. I don't live in San Francisco. 
in San Francisco, I would see that there, there, there are human beings with many things like me, with some interesting opinions. You, euphemistic word, interesting, right? But as long as they're not real to me, I can say that line very comfortably. <coughs> and vice versa. But what our society has done lately is that we live in such a bubble that I never, I never interface with those people. I avoid interfacing with those people. I avoid, I avoid <coughs> the idea of having somebody challenge my thought process. And therefore they become more and more distant, a, a, not a reality of a human being. So I don't have to interface with them and, and, and respect what they're saying. And you have people, there's, there's no dialogues anymore. There's, there's monologues. There's people shouting at each other, not hearing each other. That's what I see is happening. You know, I think this is a process of human beings. We've expanded our awareness of what's happening around us. We haven't expanded our, our, our capacity, human beings, to deal with all that information. So, therefore, you know, there's, there's, there's tens of thousands of people right now which are, are, are living a mess in, in, in California with the fires. You know, power outages, etc. Right. So, somebody writes an article about they brought it upon themselves because of the, all the progressive legislation, which controls which the forestation over is overgrowing, and because the power companies were not allowed to do X, Y, and Z to protect certain things, because that was so. The result is that they have no, they have to cut off the power. That's true. Their point is valid. But if the first half of the article is these people are trying to pain and I'm emoting with their pain and I feel their pain, then I have a right to write the second half. And, you know, maybe they, so if I don't have the first half, I shouldn't be writing the second half. Because all I'm doing is saying, you stupid idiots, ha ha, and you. While people are going through tremendous difficulty in their lives. So that's not, that's not a human interaction anymore. They're not human beings anymore to me. And that's a very dangerous place because then the result is you can, you're willing to, to condemn them and you're willing to legislate negative things to them without thinking of the consequences because they're not human. And that's, what's ha- that, that's what I see is happening. The, hum- the hum- humanity element is missing. Because we, well, what's the other option? It, you know, t- t- emotes with, you know, everything's going on. So, you know, I had a chavra who lived in Yerushalayim, and he could not sleep at night. He was he was a very extremely extremely sensitive emotional person. He'd walk through the streets of the day and see people who don't have food, and it would be pain as much. He couldn't sleep at night from the pain. You know, I see it. I go to sleep at night. If they're my best friends or their neighbors or somebody I really know well, who would talk to and eat at me. But it's you know it's it's somebody out there, so it's, it's not it's not real. And you know so now I can pick up the paper and and hear about you know the people dying and over there and the, 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 and the, the, all the different places in Africa where things are going bad in South America and North America and blah, 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 you know like I, I don't have the capacity to deal with that level of emotion. So I just so I have no emotion. So I can eat my Danish. I mean it's, it's it, you know if you think about it it's, it's like. I, I told you the story with the with the with the, the woman there to with the chayal, with the uh, a, a simple pasha of yidden in Yerushalayim. Okay, not so simple, not so pasha. Woman X is writing a story that she was in woman Y's kitchen, and they're listening to the the and there's a, there's an announcement that you know that a chayal was killed in Lebanon. So woman Y, like, drops her knife, and she just like grabs the the counter to steady herself. She's like so overwhelmed by emotion. And woman X says to her, like, you know, do you know who that person is? Like, wh- why are you acting so strongly? He says, no, it's not related to me. So why are you acting so strongly? He says. He's uh, one of our. He's a Jewish boy. He's one of our sons. 
So she so woman X says to woman Y, says, you react to this every single time? And she's, and woman Y says back to her, you don't react like that? That's the end of the story. And woman X was like hit by the story to the point that she, she published the story. She asked, like, what do you mean you don't react like this? What's the, how could you not react like this? But we don't react like that. There's some boy out there in Nebuchadnezzar who got killed. You know, some family out there is grieving. There's some young man whose life was cut short. Like, what do you mean? There's a there's a young man who's a fan, the family in you know, oh, the family is grieving the, the the brothers the sisters the parents the grandparents the aunts the uncles his potential for life was taken away because he stood there to help make sure the Jews should be saved and you're not in pain I, I, you know like we, we we simply look at ourselves Rishon is used to be like that type you know like you know like he could he couldn't. He is he, extremely emotional. He would emote with these things. It's not easy to live like that. People are doctors. People work in you know, oncologists. They develop a, a sense of let, not letting it get to them because they can't function otherwise. But, they, but to some extent, that makes, makes them inhuman. It's a very dangerous walk. So that's what I think is... Uh, uh, that, 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 I remember when I saw that... that um, that essay from Yuri Orleans is like, whoa, pressure. It was prescient. What's your solution for today? That's the most useful. I don't care. So, I told you that somebody will tell me asked why they don't say the tila for the for the for the tzahal in yeshiva and Shabbos. I think we spent 40 minutes on that. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. The Russian gave us, Chazal gave us Tfilo. So, right, I can't walk around the whole day. <coughs> but there's three times a day, or even once a day, where I'm davening a Dafkin Lashon Rabim for all of the Pentecostals. People who need Rafua, and people who need Parnasa, people who need Das. Christ needs Yeshua, and at least during that, that those moments, I need to push it, try and be aware of how much difficulty which is out there. The people who need shaduchim, the people which want to have children, the people which have have sixuchim between them and their and their, and their, and their husbands and wives, people have sixuchim between them and their siblings, right? People have sixuchim between them and their boss, you know, between neighbors. There's tremendous amount of in, of, of, of inui out there. Rufua. And then when we dive, you know, and then, and then the next, I mean, the Nebuchadnezzar the, the says we have to feel the brush of pain. The Shekin is not happy that we're in Golas. He can't bring the gula because, you know, we, we, but the Russian was in pain also. Like, he wants us, the Rechamel to write, you have to emote with the Russian's pain. I said, like, whoa, you know, like, you know. <laughs> so, so at least at those moments, a person would like be able to stop and think for a little bit. I think, you know, I, I, I try, I've been trying lately not to talk about diving too much. Um, I'll tell you, you know, when I was in Tells, I think I mentioned this to you, like, Every shmuz and she was either about davening or learning, and like whenever the shmuz started to be, that it ended up being, being about davening or learning. And I developed an, almost an aversion to saying shmuz about that because I heard so many shmuz about davening and learning. Like, is there nothing else we can talk about? Right. You know, there's no other problems that we have to deal with. Um, but uh, kavod and davening. Like I've, I've mentioned, I've spoken this with the Bachar all the time. Kavodavening does not mean knowing what the words mean. You don't, you have to have kavodavening or davening. You have to know what the words mean. Like that's people think kavodavening means knowing what the words mean. That's like that's like you know base, ba- baseline tefillah. Kavodavening means that you're that you're 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 directing your words to something. 
you have what you have, you're directing, it's also a kibun of a direction. That you're doing something with, these, with this tefillah. It, you, you're, you're trying to express something. If the tefillah is not an expression of who you are, it's, not, it's lacking in kavanah. So, you know, my issue with people like, you know, that, that, you know, they, that they, the Dharma fast, the Dharma sorrow, that, that's not my issue. The issue is there's no time to let a person stop and think about what he wants to express. Like, and people like, might talk about, like, you know, like, like what's the do with davening? Like, it's like, well, yeah, that's not what, the, what, well, so what else is davening? Davening three times a day that a human being is able to send it in front of his creator and say, Bishop, I need help. My neighbor needs help. Kaiso needs help. You, the world is not the way you want it to be. Please, let's do something about. It. Like, if, if if that's our halacha before we start davening, our davening is going to be different. And yes, you're not going. It's not a question of fast or slow. It's a question of time. Say so the word slowly. Say the word fastly. Have more awareness of what the words mean. Less. That's not my. That's, I, I, I feel like we're like we're not communicating. That's not the issue. The issue isn't that, you know, the issue of davening is we need, davening should be an expression of what's going on inside of me. Because I'll give you the words to say to express it. But if I don't emote with the davening, right, the more says that, you know, that, 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 you know, that it, it's a voidish of a life. Excuse me, most people say voidish of a moyach or voidish of a pair. It's not a voidish of a life. But 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 Chazal understood that the Vodish Olayim is Tefillah. So that's what I think the answer is. You know, once a day a person can stop and think. You know, I mean, like Ravonenu. I mean, yeah. There's 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 eighteen, nineteen year, year old young men and women who are putting their lives on the line to be, to keep their brothers and sisters safe. That's Enoi. There's a, there's a tsar in Klayusel. <laughs> Russia, please see that. And Rivori Beinu. Ugalena Meheru Laman Shemachal. So at least at that moment, our, 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 we're evoking our, huma- our humanity for a much bigger segment than just our, ourselves, our little slice. I'm seeing Klayusel. I'm, see, I'm looking at the. the, the Russia not happy with the world. That's what I think what Klayusel means. He was able to evoke humanity for the whole society by looking at it from a Kodesh eyes. The Bershom, because I'll say, has pain. When every single human being has pain, he has pain. Whatever that means, the Bershom has pain. Like, the, there's a lots of billions of people out there with a lot of pain. So I, 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 it's hard for me to relate to the pain of, you know, the, the 1.5 billion Chinese people. Their name was a faceless to me. But to Kodesh Baruch, they're not nameless and faces, and he's in pain about it. So, Russian, please help. Okay, I moved in. It's more. It's more real at that moment. It's, 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 it took me three. It took me ten seconds to do that. But it's more real. You know. Anyway.